Hi guys, welcome back to today. Let's be honest. Um, you have your hosts here, V and Ash. And well, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for coming back. If you're if you are coming back, and if you're new to this journey with us, this is a new journey that we have. It's my daughter and I, and we are doing this podcast just for fun. We're still learning. So yes, we're still going to have a lot of mistakes, a lot of things that are not wrong. I know everybody likes to point out the the issues and everything, but you know, it is what it is. We're learning as we're going along with this journey. We're having fun more than anything. Um, so, but thank you for listening to us and thank you for coming back. Um, so so how was your week uh it was good it was good um oh my god you know the well we there was an email that we received right Mm -hmm. and it's it was about this lady so she has she had her girl in school right teenage Mm -hmm. girl about 13 14 years old something like that and so there's they're in school and everything and she's in class and there's this boy that is bothering her and is just basically um pulling her bra strap you know Mm -hmm. they're pulling it pulling it she says hey listen stop stop doing that so then she goes and he doesn't stop so then she goes and she says to the teacher hey listen he keeps bothering me tell him to please stop and the teacher just goes you know what just ignore it just just ignore it and i just thought of this story because of you now that you're you know you're getting ready Mm -hmm. to be the teacher and stuff like that it's like how would you handle it so Mm -hmm. she goes up to the teacher keep in mind that the teacher is a male teacher and he says just don't worry about it just leave him alone just ignore him Okay, but at no time does he go and tell anything to the boy. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden this boy does it again. But at now when he does it, he does it at this force where the bra basically opens up. And, you know, those things hurt. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he pulls it and as he pulls it and it goes back to her skin, it basically pops open. So she turns around and she whacks him. Like she Mm -hmm. punches him. She doesn't slap him. She doesn't push him. She whacks him. She whacks the (laughs) shit out of him. Right. So, of course, now she broke this guy. This kid's nose. It's bleeding. There's blood everywhere. And, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's panicking because, of course, now you see blood and now everybody's panicking. Yeah. So the girl's mom gets called into the to the school's office. Now, this girl's mom is a nurse. She's an ER nurse. Mm-hmm. So she goes and she goes to the office and they call her up. So since she can't have her cell phone on her, they can't get in contact with her. So they have to page her and everything. They call her job and everything. When she gets the call, she's like, hey, listen, you ha- it's an emergency. You have to come to the school. And now she's like, wait, is my daughter okay? Is she everything okay? Yeah, yeah, everything's okay, but you need to be here. Hey, listen, can it just wait until the end of my shift? No, it's an emergency. You need to, you need to be here as soon as possible. 
okay, well, of course, she gets out of work thinking, oh, my God, something happened. What's going on? You know, they don't want to tell me because they don't, you know, they know I'm driving. So, you know, the whole process. As a mother, of course, I'm over here. I would be driving and I would be thinking like, oh, my God, they didn't tell me what's going on. They told me my daughter was okay, but what about if I get there? You know, your mind starts playing tricks on you. So then all of a sudden she gets to school and she sees her daughter and her daughter's fine. But then in the principal's office is the principal, the teacher, the counselor, and the boy's parents and the boy (laughs) and her daughter. So she gets there and she's like, okay, what's going on? So the the principal says, hey, listen, um, you know, she punched this boy why? Why did she punch it? Well, you know, he kept pulling her, her bra strap and she turned around. She felt it was necessary to turn around and, and hit her. So she goes crazy and she's like, wait, wait, wait. You called me out of my job to come here and handle this. You couldn't wait until the end of my shift. No, no, well, this, you, as you can see, he's bleeding. He's, you know, it looks like he has a broken nose and blah, blah, blah. So she, she's like, she gets upset and she goes, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear anything about you because you're thinking that the problem here is my daughter. Okay. So what I want to understand is I want the real story. What happened? Well, you know, like I told you, um, this boy was pulling her straw strap. She felt that it, it was necessary to just turn around and whack him and just punch him. Right. So she goes, no, no, I don't want to hear anything from you anymore. So she turns around and she asks her daughter, what happened? And I want the truth. So she turns around and she says, listen, throughout the whole day, he kept pulling my bra strap, pulling it, pulling it, you know, snapping it back in my back. And I told him several times to stop. At one point, I went to the teacher and she points at the teacher and says, I told him that what he was doing and I asked him to please help me out to tell the boy to stop doing that and he just told me to ignore it at one point he pulled it so hard it really hurt me that it popped my bra open and I just couldn't take it anymore and I just hit him you know so she goes okay okay you know so she turns around and she tells the principal So the principal goes, well, you know, we're going to have to have some serious actions here taken. And she goes, yeah, you better, you bet you you are. She goes, and it's going to be against him. It's nothing's going to happen to my daughter because my daughter asks for help, first of all. Second of all, you think that it's okay to just be, it's necessary to be pulling my daughter's bra when she asked him several times to stop doing that. So it, you think it was okay to just let him do it and just ignore him. Now, no, everybody's going to get reprimanded here, but not my daughter. Because my daughter asks for help to the teacher, right? Which is true. Yeah. Right? So now they want to suspend the girl. They want to, of course, you know. So she goes, no, no, I'm taking my daughter home and I don't want to hear it. Now, the boy's parents are there. And, of course, the mother is going crazy because she sees mm-hmm. the, the son has a bloody nose, a broken nose, you know. So, But the father feels embarrassed because, you know, you should not be touching another person's body. And mm-hmm. especially if she told you to stop, like, what makes you think it's okay to, to let, you, you know, 
we're not even in first grade or in kindergarten. We're like, oh my God, sweetheart. It's because he's pulling your hair. It means that he likes you. No, 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 screw yeah. that bullshit. You know, like it's your job as a parent to teach your son not to do that. That when somebody says no, it means no. Because mm-hmm. if that boy did not understand no from the very beginning, then that boy has an issue. Yeah. That boy has an issue. And it's not the girl's issue. You know, mm-hmm. the girl asked him several times to stop. And if he couldn't understand stop and he couldn't understand no, then sweetheart, have the consequences for you. Mm-hmm. The consequences yeah. were a broken nose. Well, that's what you get because that's mm-hmm. what you deserve. And if I was your mother, I would have given that to you too. I yeah. would have not given you a broken nose, but I would have slapped the living shit out of you for daring to think that it's okay to be pulling a girl's bra. Especially, well, I'm t- I'm giving you the perspective as a mother because I have a I have obviously I have you as a girl and mm-hmm. I have y- the boys, you know. Yeah. And I tell you, somebody calls me into the office, and you know this for a fact. Like, somebody calls me into the principal's office to tell me that my son um, disrespected another girl. I don't. Don't don't, you, don't even worry about calling the, the girl's mother in there because I'm going to bitch slap the living crap out of my <laughs> son. You know? Yeah. And, and you know that. Like, yeah, no, no. I know. I mean, I would slap him, and I would be like, no. She told you to stop. Then that means no. Mm-hmm. Now you sit there and you apologize to her and, and you turn around and you learn your lesson, sweetheart. But when a girl says no, it means no. And when a girl says stop, it means stop. It doesn't mean keep pulling it. Oh, it's it's so cute that you like her. No, bullshit. I don't care if you're in first grade, you're in kindergarten, you're in eighth grade. No means no. Mm-hmm. Don't touch me. If I'm saying to you, don't touch me, don't touch me. Yeah. You know, so as a teacher, how would you have handled that? Well, there's definitely being a teacher. I've learned how to not bring your own bias opinion into the classroom. You know, it can be really hard because, you know, they teach you from like day one of when you're learning to, you know, getting your teaching degree and everything is you have to follow the rules. You know, you have you have such a big guide guidebook and rules to follow that you have to make sure that your own biased opinion doesn't come into it. Unfortunately, no matter how much they tell you to do that, it's going to happen. We're human beings. We're going to have our own opinion about things. And it's why every classroom is different. You know, every classroom is different because every teacher has a different perspective. And we're going to teach our class in a different way because it's who we are. We're different people and we have different ideas on how we want the, t- the students to learn from us. So I, I obviously teach very younger kids. So, you know, pre-K and it, it's, it's definitely different because she was what in high school? Yeah. Or like okay. probably eighth, ninth grade, something like that. Not a hundred percent sure. Okay. So as a teacher, First of all, that what that teacher did, the the he's a man, mm-hmm. horrible, horrible uh guideship for that other young man who was doing it to him, to the girl. Um, he should have gotten reprimanded right away. He should have as a teacher, I would have moved them from different, you know, sides and if if she told me he kept doing that at detention. 
consequence. He has to have something, you know, mark him down something, write a note, call his parents, let him know, let them know that he was, he kept doing this. You know, I get that everybody has their own, you know, their parents style of teaching their kids is different. I know from me, my parent, the way you taught me, the way you and daddy, you know, taught me to grow up is completely different from someone, somebody else. I know everybody has their own parenting style, but he, the teacher should have done something completely right away. As soon as she got up, she, first of all, also her, him not doing anything now, he already sets that precedence of her not being able to come to him if anything else comes, comes yeah, back, exactly. you know? So anything, if the guy gets mad that he got a broken nose or, you know, he's going to retaliate somehow, maybe she'll never go to that teacher to feel safe. So Mm -hmm. now he created a whole unsafe environment for her. And that's a horrible feeling because now she feels like she's alone in the classroom. She has no one to depend on. So anything happens to her, she knows that he can't, she can't count on the teacher. So that is definitely strike one for that situation. Two, as a girl, myself, and if that happened to me in high school, honestly, I would have done the same exact thing. I've been like, listen, I told you to fucking stop touching me. You didn't want it to stop touching me. I'm, I probably would have taken the textbook or something that was on my desk, and I probably would have whacked him as well. Like, it's, don't for it to break and then hurt like even (laughs) if jacob does that to me and and married together eight years i don't give a shit how long we've been together you know that shit hurts don't pull on my bra strap don't do that okay because i'm gonna retaliate somehow i don't want to be her and for her to continue to tell him no don't touch me his parents have not taught him respect Apparently. And, I, and I think that that's where I, I go as a parent, right? For me as a parent, I get to the principal's office and I hear that story about my daughter. I think I'm going to high five her in front of everybody. <laughs> Honestly, I think I'm going to be like, good. You defended yourself. You stood up for yeah. yourself. And that's the way you're, you're supposed to do it. Because apparently all these other morons did not want to stand up for you. And they didn't understand that what they were producing or what they were supporting right oh because, absolutely so uh you know what i honestly i would have high-fived you right then and there in the principal's mm-hmm. office to say good for you good for you and next time anybody ever touches you and anybody ever disrespects you in or your body in that way you whack them again yeah and i would have done that in front of the principals afterwards she ended up calling the superintendent of the mm-hmm. whole you know of the, um, the, the district. school district yeah the school district and everything and of course it took it to the next level mm-hmm. but she, when she left she said you know if you did not if you do not want charges pressed against your son i suggest that you teach him better yeah. manners and how to oh, respect absolutely. a woman you know yeah i tell you i and if i would that's if i was been on the girl's side i would have mm-hmm. high-fived you be nice get up let's go and we're gonna take this to the next level right mm-hmm. if i was the parents of a boy right in front of there i would have bitch slapped him i would be like yeah broken yeah. nose on everything i'm gonna hit you now yeah because I you would... do not disrespect another woman like that Absolutely. I would have done the same thing. And also, I would have told the principal to suspend the kid. Yep. Yep. 
And I would have asked them to do school suspension and yeah. not ho- not home suspension where that he'll just be home with all his stuff. No. Now, I, I would tell them school, make him do, give him all the homework that he has to do, everything and extra credit essays, whatever he needs to do, put him in a classroom eight hours a day for a whole week, not being interactive with anybody else. And not only that, I think I would have told him, you know what, and give him 10 extra projects to do. And the deadline is tomorrow. Simple mm-hmm. as that. I don't care. I, I tell you, I would have taken this to the next level, whether I was a, the girl's parents or if I was the boy's parents. Yeah. I would have never allowed any of that stuff. But, you know, and here is where it, I think nowadays as parents, I think that that's the problem, that we're failing. We're failing as parents where we do not teach our children the the... I guess the boundaries and how to respect boundaries and, and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, it's like, wait, it's okay to disrespect people. It's okay. Yeah. You know, no, 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 no. It's not okay to touch another woman. And mm-hmm. I mean, he, it just, for me, it, it hit me in so many levels. Yeah. Uh, as a parent, as a woman, as, yeah. it, it, I, it's just. Situations like this, unfortunately, As a teacher, I've come across, you know, a lot of parents who are into that whole gentle parenting thing. You know, it it can be really hard to be a teacher, like someone with my background who I I grew up with in a childhood of, you know, discipline, but fun. You know, you taught me boundaries. You taught me how, when to stop, you know, where the line is. And, you know, a lot of parents nowadays, unfortunately, Um, have this whole idea in their head that it's the child has to it leads me on how I should teach them yeah you know it has to be all about whether the child wants to do it or not and me teaching younger kids you know pre-k level and down um it's it's this whole concept of the parents will literally come to me and be like um, you know, we have a schedule. We obviously have a schedule in classrooms to follow. We have, you know, playtime in certain ones. We have to teach them certain lessons. You know, we have different things that we have to hit in our goals and mm-hmm. just being able to hit the district's level of goals as well. So we have certain schedules that we have to follow. So parents come to us and be like, oh, okay, here's the schedule that they have at home. They need to follow this. And sometimes it doesn't mesh up with what we're doing. Or sometimes we have, you know, incidents, you know, they're little kids. Things are going to happen. You know, they have a bump on the head. You know, we have teethers as well. You know, kids who are coming, getting new teeth or, you know, we just have biters in pre-K still. You know, they're six, seven years old, but they're still biting. And, you know, we have different types of incidents. And you have parents coming in and being like, oh, well, you have to let the child, you know, you have to let our child just tell you what they want to do. You know, if they don't want to be outside, take them in. And I'm like, well, dude, I have like 12 other kids to worry about. I, I, if, you know, little Jimmy doesn't want to be outside, I don't have the capacity of just being like, okay, well, everybody, let's go back in because Jimmy wants to go inside. No, well, what if, you know, Braxton wants to stay outside? Like, it, it becomes so much because all these parents are telling you to do is like, oh, well, you have to let the child tell you what they want. I'm like, no, life doesn't work that way, you know? They're, no. 
That's why we have serial killers. And that's why we have, you know, that's why we have, because, you know, as parents, it's like, oh, he's never going to do any of that. Oh, you know, he's so sweet. Yes, he's showing you that sweet side, but you don't know what he's doing in his bedroom. Yeah. You know, because he doesn't let you in. The other day we were in the store, uh, Max and I, and we see this child having a tantrum. I'm not talking about a five-year-old, four-year-old. You deal with mm-hmm. that, you know. You're talking about, he was about, I would say, 13, 14, 15 years old. And, you know, we were in a high-end neighborhood and stuff like that. And I guess the boy asked for something. We mm-hmm. were in, a like, a Best Buy, right? And I guess the boy asked for something. And I don't know. They Maybe they, they said no. I don't know, you know. Oh my God, the boy goes crazy. I hate you. I did this, and and he starts cursing up a, a storm. To, and the mother's like, "Oh, sweetheart, but you know, I understand your frustration." I would be like, "Wait, what? Let me bitch slap that kid." You know, don't don't you dare talk to me like that. You know, yeah, like what? Yeah, oh, okay. And I'm talking about he was like, "You're such a bitch. I don't understand why you you don't want to buy it for me. I want you to buy it today, right now, right this second." And I was just listening. I wanted to go up to him, like, "Lady, do you want me to handle him? <laughs> like, do you want me to bitch slap him for you?" you yeah. Know? But I think that we're so afraid as parents now. Oh my God, they're gonna call the cops on us. They're gonna yeah. do this, like call the cops because after i get released from jail i'm gonna come back and beat the living shit out of you again you know (laughs) and i'm like i mean obviously you know that i never really beat you guys or anything like that but i listen every once in a while a child needs discipline like you said every once in a while uh, yes did i slap you guys yes i did you know Mm -hmm. i never gave you guys child abuse no i i never went and i was like i I never got home drunk and beat the living crap out of you. Like, it happens. I understand mm-hmm. that, you know, and I understand those children. And nobody, no child should go through that because it happened to me. Not that my parents were drunks or anything like that. but <laughs> They were just abusive. They were just abusive. And yeah. I understand that. No child should go through that, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, a child needs boundaries. Of course. A child needs discipline. Like, oh, my God, you're not going to go in the store and start yelling at me or start cursing up a storm at me because I don't want to buy you your toy or I don't want to buy you whatever it is that you're asking me for. Mm -hmm. The same thing as this parent, you know, don't come over here and tell me that you're calling me into the office to tell me that you want to try and suspend my daughter because she defended herself when you guys were not capable of defending her Mm -hmm. or, or, you know creating a safe environment for her no yeah no yeah no I, I as a parent I would be super pissed on the girl's behalf on both behalves I would be you know pretty upset about the situation and as a teacher myself I would have never allowed that to happen in my classroom you know I, I get things happen you know I, I have incidents where kids you know might hit other kids but they're still really really young and they're learning but I discipline them you know I let them know we have and like when I'm teaching on my infant side um we have the little bouncers you know mm-hmm. so I call it jail in my classroom and I go <laughs> if you're gonna act like that I'm gonna put you in jail and you're not gonna be able to crawl 
walk or play with the toys and they'll sit there for like five minutes watching all the other babies you know play and then they kind of I have one kid who repeatedly he's a walker now my other babies are not walkers but he sees the other babies on the floor he'll step on their heads like he'll like he'll step on them so I'm like yeah. uh-uh we're taking that out we're not allowing that so I've had I he's a new kid so we've had him for about a month now about a month and a half going closer to two and um he doesn't do it anymore because he knows if I see him do it I'm gonna put him in jail and he knows he doesn't want to do that because he wants to walk he wants to play with all the other babies and stuff so doing little things like that showing them from the get-go of when I say no, I mean no. Yeah. And, you know, I have another co-teacher with me and when we're teaching in the infant room. And um, she'll be like, Ash, you kind of get this, like, mother voice, you know? And I go, I literally sound like my own mother. I always said growing up that I was not going to do the whole teeth, you know, the not moving your mouth, but actually talking, you know, the stop it stop it like you know like just like that serious face but I literally have your your disciplined voice and I was like yeah it's my mother's voice but they listen to it and they need guidance baby yeah. you know, when when I'm in that infant room I I need to give them guidance I need to let them know what's right from wrong kids are sponges they will grasp everything they see and mm -hmm. everything that other people are doing yep. so if they see me doing something they're gonna copy me so yep. if I show them what discipline is guidelines rules but I also show them love and fun and everything they're gonna grasp onto that they're mm -hmm. gonna do the exact same thing I'm doing so in my classroom I always it's model the way so if I'm gonna if I expect my kids to show respect be respectful to their peers, their parents, and, and me, I'm going to have to show them that I do the same thing with everybody else. Mm -hmm. So as a teacher for that girl, he he honestly should have been reprimanded as well. He, he should have had something done to him. You know, I'm not saying get fired or anything because I don't, I, I believe people are getting people fired way too quickly. But I know, yeah. Yeah. He, he should have gotten reprimanded, you know, and he should have been watched, like, written up. Teachers get written, you know, have a three-strike rule. So if you get written up and you have those um those notes on your file, they will follow you in every classroom you go to, no matter if you change schools, states, or whatever. It goes in your file. So he should have had something written in his file. He doesn't I mean, need I to get fired because no. people nowadays are just getting everybody fired for no for no reason, but... No, I think that, uh, yeah, you're right. I think that, you know, I don't know, maybe send him to a chorus. I, I don't know, but something should have been set, set mm -hmm. you know, sit him down and tell him, hey, listen, this could have been handled this way or that way to avoid this. We could have avoided this. How is it that we could have avoided that? And I don't know if you remember that when you guys were younger and I don't, well, yeah, you did it. Um, when you guys didn't used to do, like say a homework or you used to get a, a bad mark or, or something or the teacher used to complain about you guys, mm -hmm. what would I make you guys do? Are we talking about the notebook? Yeah. yeah. You know, I would oh, make man. you guys write down, Ooh. like, I will not, whatever, I will not disobey my teacher. 
you oh, know. No, 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 no. Let me, me let me tell you. Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> okay, when if anything, I think I think I got it the most because yeah, but Dominic did too. Dominic and did Max too. and Max. Max didn't get shit. Max Don't didn't. even say that. Max didn't get shit. He doesn't know the struggle that Dom and I went through. Okay, so. To be fair, I was a really good student, though, so I rarely got it, you know, done to me. It was mm-hmm. also, it wasn't more of, like, my grades. It was more when I lied. Yep. Or, like, when, you know, for some reason in, like, I think, like, the fourth, fifth grade when I changed schools, mm-hmm. that was the most struggle that I had, and I would lie to you. Like, I would mm-hmm. be, like, to my teacher <clears throat> about something, and then, you know, I would tell you that I did the homework, but I didn't really do it, and then, you know, I just, I was stupid. Uh, young and stupid but when those were the years probably fourth fifth and sixth grade at the most when when I had to do it but um <laughs> you would get by when this would happen you would buy me a brand new marble notebook and then you would write what you wanted me to write so like for instance one of them I can't really remember it was so long ago but it would be like I will not lie to my teacher mother or mommy and i will do my homework or something like that and i would do have... my homework every single day yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. it had to be i had to copy it and it had to be in good handwriting yeah and it had to be in my handwriting because i remember one time i tried to get other people to do it for me like other people like our cousins and stuff to write it for me and you knew so i had to do it all over again so i never did that again but it would have to be the way you wrote it, exactly the way you wrote it, in good handwriting. And it would have to be done. Usually, it would to make me do it, like, a hundred times. Yeah, a hundred. Um, so, and then after that, you would make me do math problems, okay? And then worksheets that you would print out from your job or wherever at home. And you would make me do those. And then I would have to read a book and give you a book summary, and I would have homework for the whole day that I was at my at the, at Diaz's house, and obviously at that time it was cousins were there too, so I wouldn't want to be stuck at home doing homework while everybody else was outside or you know playing in the playroom. So that's what I would get stuck with when I was in trouble, and, and it, then, would, it would last all day. And then on top of that. You have to take it to a teacher, oh, and the and teacher had to sign it. Yeah, to, I to know. that was so embarrassing too. Um, oh man, that was so embarrassing. And then the t- I remember my fourth and fifth grade teacher. Um, she she loved it. Yeah, she loved that you did that. Like she loved the discipline that I had at home. I remember she was like, she always signed it with vigor too. Like it was just yeah. like, okay. And she would put like a smiley face or she would leave you a little note. Like, uh, I, I think one time she said like, uh, I love you, great parenting or something like that. But yeah, I used to have to get it signed. And I think I stopped doing that though once sixth grade happened. I think it was only really fourth and fifth grade. Yeah. No, I think you also did it up to eighth grade because in eighth grade, you had a no, hard time. I, I would never. Eighth grade? Are you kidding me? I was a star in eighth grade. Was it sixth grade when the whole national? Um, sixth well, grade. Yeah. Seventh yeah. and eighth grade were great. I was on top. I, I had all great grades. That's when I started having, uh, obviously, I don't want to say her name, but remember my English teacher, the one who really pushed me? 
yeah. she yeah and my social studies teacher yeah yeah he, yeah 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 so he both of them in seventh grade that's when I started having them I just excelled so yeah you know it was fourth and fifth grade because I had the same teacher because she moved up with us and then uh sixth grade now, yeah. that was a horrible year that to be fair to be fair that was puberty and when I first got my period so I was a mess of hormones yeah but you know I mean hey listen everything happens for a reason oh and... it worked it, it showed I uh, like obviously when I was doing it I was writing it for like the 90th time I hate I was, my mother I can't I, I, stand <laughs> I'm gonna I, I'm gonna run away I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that like I hated I hated doing it oh man my finger cramps too because I would try to get it all done really well and you know you taught me from a really young age though like even like from like second grade I already had really good handwriting so mm -hmm. I was pretty good with you know, writing it, it was more of like, so what I would do is I would start on the page and I would just write the word. So like I, I would write it for the whole, each one. So I had it all and I would just go like down the column of words. Yeah. So that was my trick for myself, but, and my hand would cramp. And then, you know, we had to, I had to do all the worksheet. And honestly, it was like another school day because I would, I wouldn't be, I would be done like right before you got home to pick us up, like from Diaz. So it was, it was, it was not good, but it taught me how not to lie <laughs> to you because you always figured it out. So it, it taught me a lot of discipline. And honestly, all of the things that you taught me as much as, you know, I struggled sometimes and we had our arguments and our fights and I cursed you, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it made me who I am today. You know, it, it showed me, uh, my good work ethic that I think I have, you know, I, I will take the learnings that you taught me and everything that you showed me like discipline and stuff. And I will take it with my own kids. And I will, you know, not only put that, you know, with my own children and by my own children, I mean, my biological, not my students, because I don't think I would be a teacher still if I made them write a hundred times. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> like that. But and um, signed it by your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I can only imagine some of like I have oh, a God. lot of um, uh, what are they called the the almond moms? You know, like the Orange County al almond, like the peanut, oh. the the nut moms. So they're very like bougie, organic only. You know, I have one kid. Who we're not we have to put him somewhere separate to eat because he's not allowed to touch anything that's not organic yeah so i have a i i can only imagine the type the reaction i would get if i made my my one of my students write down like i will not lie i will behave in the classroom every <laughs> single day and when i misbehave i will get punished and sent to jail Please yeah. sign it and a hundred times and please sign it. You know, the yeah. mother's going to come back, be like, wait, Ooh. what? Oh yeah. I would lose my license. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, but you know, and I think that that's what the problem with the world nowadays. Like we need a little bit more love at the same time. Oh, children yeah. need a little bit more discipline. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's, sometimes it's out of control. Like, oh yeah. We're just letting everybody do everything and everybody yeah. thinks that they're, their their way is the right way and yeah. they have to push it onto everybody like listen i know i have my own way and do i think that it's right i think it's right for me 
but I'm not going to push my, my beliefs, my thoughts or the way I act with, to everybody else. Like that's Mm. just stop throwing it at our face and stop saying that we have to believe in this. No, you want to believe in that by all means, go for it. Okay. Do you boo, but I don't got to do and feel everything that you do. Like that's the beauty of it. And I think everybody's forgetting the concept of the freedom that America provides and says that, Oh, you know, freedom of speech and everything. Well, if that's the case and you don't have any more freedom of speech, like we can't say shit nowadays because everybody gets fucking offended. It's like, Oh my God, you can't say white because people get offended. You can't say Brown because people get offended. Like what the hell man? Like, reality is that we're all different colors we're all different Mm -hmm. races big deal what the hell at the end of the day we're just fucking all human beings yeah that's it that's all it is whether you're purple whether you're yellow whether you're orange whether you're brown i don't care what color you are you're a human being don't disrespect me i won't disrespect you Mm -hmm. simple as that I try to teach that in my classrooms. I I think uh, having parents is a lot harder to deal with. You know, they have their very strict opinions and it it can be hard to handle when you have your parents coming at you and then they go to admin Mm -hmm. and then they complain about you and you kind of have to shut up and you're like, okay, whatever. And in your head, you're just... Mm, you want to say so much but you can't because then it goes against you in a file and you're just like okay whatever yeah i mean i used to love going to teacher conference meetings (laughs) i I used to love it i used to love it and there was time spend hours yeah it was like the the thing would go for like what like three four hours hours, yeah it was like five usually like five or six or five thirty to like eight o'clock eight thirty yeah we That's didn't get home until 9, 9.30. I know. I would always look out, and it was the worst because, like, I knew my scores would be okay because, you know, you always expected pretty – you always put a, a good expectations on us. You always wanted us to be better. So, like, 90 and above was where I always usually landed. Mm-hmm. 85 were, you know, not my – eight through in the 80s was not my favorite to be, but I would be okay. I – so I always knew I was good. Like I was a great student, but for some reason, you know, when I get nervous, my stomach starts to hurt like crazy and it still does to this day. So I would always be like by the window with the boys like waiting. I'd be like, oh my God, what's taking so long? And you guys would pull up and it's just like, finally. But then it was also that like that dreaded fear of being like, oh fuck, I'm going to get in trouble somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wasn't I'm, a big fan, but everybody, I go the next day back to school, every teacher, no matter what grade I was in when, except uh, third, no, second grade, and in the Catholic school. Yeah. Um, Second grade? Yeah. Yeah. The Spanish teacher, she hated you. Besides that teacher, every other grade, no matter where I was always complimented the fact that my mother was so involved in my education and she they hated always said me because i was always expecting her to be more strict i was always expecting her to have more knowledge to teach oh, more she, honestly i don't even as an adult now i don't even know how she became a teacher i i truly i never understood and i would get mad at her and i would go over there and be like wait is this what they're learning they're not supposed to be learning this in second grade they're supposed to be reading they're supposed to do like she wouldn't even make you guys read or 
anything yeah. like that. No, not for anything but that class. Even at that time, I told you sometimes coming home with my homework, it was like, mommy, I- I'm not learning anything. I already know all this. Yeah, it, it was like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I-, I truly don't understand. Besides that teacher, she was the only one that didn't like you. Yeah. Um, Every other teacher always complimented me the next day. They complimented me. They were like, you have such a great mom. You know, you have such an involved mom. You were like, they would always treat me a little different sometimes too. More like, you know, nicer. (laughs) And I wasn't involved because I wasn't in the PTA or any of that stuff. Because I was always working and things Mm -hmm. like that. But when it came down to teacher conference, I was always there. Like, I did not care. I was always there. And To be fair, you just weren't the PTA mom. But you no. were involved in every other aspect. We yeah. had a, a game, a science fair, a performance, a show, something. You were always there. So although you didn't do the whole PTA thing, and honestly, I probably wouldn't do that either. I would just be more like you. I would just be involved in everything. Like even when we had bake sales and everything like that, you still, you know, you were involved in everything. Yeah, sometimes you would just go buy cookies <laughs> from the supermarket. <laughs> And put them in a container to pretend that we did them. But, you know, we still we still did all that. But you were highly involved. The most involved you were in were our projects. Oh, yeah. I loved them. I mean, that was one of my favorite. I remember all your projects. Do you remember the menu? Oh, that's hands down the number one project that I forever talk about with anybody. Especially now that, you know, I have so many teacher friends. I talk about that project so much and I I wish I had a picture of it. I've never found a picture of it. And I, I don't remember where it went. I'm pretty sure the teacher kept it. Yeah, we the teacher kept it. She wanted yeah, to keep right. it. For an example. Mm-hmm. And then I know that she doesn't teach there anymore. Um well, so it was in the I, Catholic school, so that, that school closed. No. Yes. No. No. It was in fourth grade. It was with fourth and fifth grade, the same teacher. Oh. Yeah. No, I remember that project. So, I and I remember it clearly. So, the reason we had that project is because we had business, you know, like career day mm-hmm. come in that week. So, it was like we had one day where it was like more of like the... Um, the responders so like emts firefighters cops and stuff like that they came in and then we had entrepreneurs and we had um like business owners and people who created their own business online and in person and then our project for the end of the week was taking some of the careers that we had seen and using it to create our own business or create our own career goal and how we would say. So uh, some people had done like resumes on how they would see that they're, so like I remember one kid did like, he wanted to be an EMT. So he talked about like how he would save people and you know, what classes he wanted to do and what school he would go to. And then there were people, a lot more people did like creating their own business. And I, we sat down together, you and me, and we had gone over and we were like, well, we've always wanted, we love food. And we've always wanted to own our own restaurant, or at least that's what we saw ourselves wanting to do. Mm-hmm. So we had create. We were like, let's create a menu. And a lot of other people did uh, restaurants too. So 
the teacher had talked about the fact that since there were so many restaurants that she was uh, at restaurant ideas, she was going to make that into a whole nother lesson plan. So she was like, okay, everybody is going to create their restaurant and we're going to take this into the math course. So we had to do prices, <clears throat> taxes, and all of that stuff and how we would want to create our menu. So what does Veronica want to do? Veronica doesn't want to be um, average. No. So, and, you know, we had, she had created this lesson to be like pretty long. So it was like a month long thing. So we had drafts that we had to do and we had to like, you know, show her what we thought our idea was. So you see a lot of people come in with their drafts and they're like almost final um, presentations. And a lot of people just did like construction paper or, you know, that kind of like medium sized board, you know, like, yeah. um, that legal paper type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then they would fold it up and it would be like, you know, like a takeaway menu, like, yeah. you know, the Chinese restaurant gives you. So it was like that. No, <laughs> not my mom. <laughs> what does my mom go? No, Ash, I got this. So you literally took over pretty much like obviously I was there and I would tell you what to write in certain things here. But that whole handwriting, the whole writing it, creating it, that was all you. So you took the science fair boards that we do mm -hmm. and that fold open, you know, in like a in ta -da. Three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in three. So you had the um, on one on the right side. Or I get left side, depending on how you're looking at. Well, left side, when you're opening it like a menu. Uh, you had like the appetizers, the sodas, the drinks and stuff in the main menu side. In the middle was like uh, entrees. And then like, um, no, yeah, it was just entrees. And then on the other side, it was like sides and desserts. Yeah. You created the whole thing. I remember. With and pictures. Then, with pictures, yeah. And you yeah. drew stuff. Remember the Crayolas that we had that yeah. would twist up? Yeah. That's how you how you wrote a lot of them. And then you weren't done. What did you do next? You laminated, laminated. it. Yeah. Yep. You laminated it with contact paper. Yeah. I remember. Oh, man. And then it was presentation day. And I had to... You see everybody. Nobody. Okay. Nobody. <laughs> bringing in a huge ass board and i'm like uh i'm not obviously i'm like i think it was like fourth fifth grade and you were embarrassed i was embarrassed. you did not want to i yeah. don't want to take it everybody's <laughs> gonna look at me and i was like i do not give a shit you yeah. are you and you do your presentation this is your work this is your job don't worry about what everybody else says yeah no and i i got a great i got a hundred like i got a good an A plus. Yeah. So I got it all right, you know, down to it and everything. And uh, you let me like write some of it so mm -hmm. it could be my handwriting. But yeah. Yeah. No, no <laughs> it, I mean, it, it was your baby. I'm you like asked me as soon as I got home, like, what did we get? Mm -hmm. So yeah. And it was it, for it's... every project. I used to enjoy oh. that so much. And, um, you know, it, it was always fun. It, it was, that was one of my favorite things. So it was mine too. It's definitely memories that I still take on. I talk to Jacob about them all the time. And yeah. I, I talk to all my teacher friends and I'm like, hmm. if anything, I honestly tell them too. Sometimes I'm like, if there was one person who I think would have loved, who excelled in like teaching like arts and crafts or like an elective type of class, because I don't think you could handle doing a full classroom. 
um, like elective type would be you. I think you would have enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I still think I think that I still enjoy that. I still enjoy teaching people. I still enjoy like whatever I learn, even at my jobs and things like that. Mm-hmm. I want people to learn. I want I want people to to learn as much as they can. And I always tell everybody, you know, in my jobs and and if you've noticed in every single job that I've been, every mm-hmm. position I've been, I've always developed people in every oh, every absolutely. position. I've always I mean, I have you know, uh, the girl that moved to Tennessee, like, mm-hmm. look at where she's at. Like, she did yeah. not want to do anything. And I kept pushing and I pushed, no, you have potential. You always, mm-hmm. you have to aim high. And I always make sure that I, I like to develop people. I want people oh, to absolutely. learn as much as they can. And if I know it, I'm going to teach it to you. And if I mm-hmm. have it, and you know that, if I have it, I'm going to share it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not the type to go like, oh my God, you know, I'm not going to give this. I mean, look at this. I, I share so much that the last guy I was with just screwed me over left and right right so yeah I've reaped all the benefits from that exactly so I I can only imagine how you're gonna be when we have when you're a grandma instead of a mom if you're gonna be a little different or even more hardcore so that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to see I mean I think it's gonna be different so I mean but we'll see what happens yeah and um we'll see but, oh, my God, oh, all those memories. And I just, like I said, with the story that we started, I just couldn't believe. And I hope that that girl um, gets the, gets the, the uh, justice more than anything. You, you know, yeah. the justice that is deserved to her because good and for that her. Little shit, that little shithead learns how to, earn, you know, show some fucking respect. Yeah, I mean, and, and good for her. I would be like, Mm -hmm. high five. You deserve a high five. Good for you that you stood up for yourself. That no matter, even if you were young and they thought that you weren't going to stand up for yourself, good for you. Your mother has taught you right, that you you need to stand up for yourself and good for you and good for her. And I hope she's doing good and I hope that she understands that she didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know. Well, thank you for listening and hope to see what, let me know what you think. Let us know what you guys think. What would you have done? You know, whether you were the mother, whether you were the teacher or you were the principal, what would you have done? What about if you were the boy's parents? What would you have said? I think I would have apologized to the, to the mother. Be like, listen, I am sorry. You're right. You're hundred percent right. He was wrong. And I am so sorry that this occurred. You know, Mm -hmm. what would you have done if you were her parents, you were his parents, you were the principal, you were the, 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 the teacher, what would you have done? The counselor, I mean, the counselor, what would you have done, you know, but let us know in the comments. Thank you for listening. And remember, you guys can reach us in Spotify, YouTube, and TikTok. We're going to start posting and we're going to start posting on Instagram and things like that. So let us know your stories. Let us know and be honest with us, you know, So, but again, thank you for listening and see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.